Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and we keep it real, real interesting. Hey, hey, welcome back. Hello. Okay, I don't know how to say this. Oh, boy. Lucky, Just say it. Lucky or unlucky? This is episode 13. <laughs> it's lucky. It's lucky. It's, it's lucky. lucky. Okay. All right. Speaking of lucky, I feel pretty lucky. I just got back from Nashville, as you know. Uh huh. Got to see we're Ryan not Bear. about it. Oh, I know. I wish you were there. I wish you were <laughs> I'm there. I'm a little salty. Listen, I got to have lunch with him, spent an afternoon with him, got a little insight into his universe. Of course, heard him play a couple times. Fabulous. Got a shout out. Got a Fabulous. shout out. Got a shout out, which was also very nice. Had some wonderful food, met some cool people, did some drinking. <gasps> no. Are you shocked? Very. Yeah, I taxed my liver. Listen, they had something kind of cool. This is in my wheelhouse right here. One foot on the gas, one on the brake. Mm -hmm. They had frozen vodka Red Bulls. Oh. Yeah. Like the ones you get at Sonic, like the frozen slushy Red Bull? Oh, yeah. But laced up with vodka, oh, poolside. Oh, yeah, the vodka in it. Yeah, they already have the vodka in it. It's the bomb.com. I wouldn't be able to leave the hotel. I didn't. <laughs> I, I would just lay yeah. there on my lounger. I did not. The bartender and I became really good friends. Uh, as always. As always. And uh, boy, they hooked me up every single time Man, I was that down there. amazing. It was good. It was good. All right. So you come back to some realities and I was talking to you and I know you have some realities that I'm kind of not in right now. I'm a little beyond where you are, but it is that time of year. It's that time. It is back to, to school. Yeah, back to school. Yeah, we're there. We were solidly there all day today. All right, so what'd you do? Give it to me. We were clothes shopping, school supplies, all the things. I feel like as soon as I make the money, it just flies away. Oh, yeah. I was you just, know, I was yeah, sending money that money fly away emoji to everybody today because I was like, there it went. There went my paycheck. Oh, yeah. Easy come, easy go. Oh, God. Hard come, easy go. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's yeah. better stated. All right, so they, when do they start? Uh, Monday. They start on Monday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tell me, when you were a kid, did you love going back the first day of school or hate it? I loved it. Okay. That, so you were that kid. You I loved it. I was that kid, front and center, all my pencils sharpened, everything's color coordinated. <laughs> Let's go. All your pencils sharpened. I had the little uh, paper assholes ready in case my <laughs> my paper ripped in my binder. Does anyone else know what those are? I know what those are. <laughs> are you talking to somebody who's OCD? I know all about those. Oh, man. Okay, so that was you. This might shock you. I'm type A. I'm left-brainer. I have some right chips and some other things that fire periodically. So I love school, but always hated the first day. Hated it. Really? It made me physically sick. Okay, well. Yeah, physically sick. I was worried that I'd miss something. I wouldn't get to the right place at the right time. Oh, I feel you on that. Yeah, I was very, I very nervous about the first day. And then once I got that out of the way, I was good. Copacetic. I was good. I, well, okay. So I looked forward to the first day. I looked forward to the learning application. But I do share your sentiment with the anxiety part. Like, yeah. Where's my room? What bus am I on? What time? Da, 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 da. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. All right, as a former teacher... And uh, this goes out to all the newbies on the job out there. <laughs> hey, may you all have at least three or four little fucking Johnny spasmos in your class. Everybody deserves one. It humbles one. you. It it's humbles good for you. you. Well, you, listen, everybody needs, well, I don't know what you call them. I call them Johnny spasmos. Some people call them corkers, rounders. Anything. Little fucks. Little I don't fuck. know. <laughs> Whatever you want to call them. Fuck but, sticks. Listen, there, there's, yeah, there's a mix of things. I saw a lady, won't say where, because then maybe somebody could piece this together. And got in on her convo, just happened to be, I wasn't felony eavesdropping. I was just happened to be close enough by to hear all this. But 
she was just basically talking about how she couldn't wait to get her little angel back to school. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. it's somebody else's problem. Yeah, she was all about how much she was going to drink and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, there's some parents who, whatever, you know, you have the great summer, you enjoy the quality time you have with your kids, and then there's some homes that really don't work that way. Right. People are maybe glad to get them back. You know, maybe they have kids that have behavioral problems, or yeah, there's a variety there's of things a, that go yeah. on. There's you know, I, um, I follow this guy. He's an MMA fighter. His name is A.J. Cunningham. They call him the savage. You have to look, look <laughs> at him. Savagery. He looks, he's pretty damn savage. I say he's, he's a fine-looking savage. But uh, so A.J., I didn't know this about him. I've been following him for quite a while. But I did not know this guy came from a home where there was a terrific amount of abuse. I'm sure there's an interview somewhere out there with him telling all this, but it was not something he wanted to tell, by the way. But you can imagine, you know, and he survived. He survived his childhood, if you will, in the literal sense. But right. uh, I'm, I'm sure school was a safe haven for this guy. But school can be a very safe haven for a lot of kids, you know, and it brings back that predictability for teen, mm -hmm. for everybody, not just for the kids, for the parents, for the household. That could be the meal that they get for the day. Yeah, I taught in a chapter school. For those of you who don't know what that is, when I cut my teeth in a chapter school, which like is like a title one. It's bad. I hate to say that people are dumber than a box of rocks, but it's kind of right there and you're trying to lift them out. You know, it's the bottom, okay. it's the bottom half. And so a lot of primarily you're dealing with a lot of really serious behavioral issues. But the one thing I spent a lot of money every year buying meals for these kids because even though most of them got free, but some of them had to have a dime or fifteen cents, you know, they'd come to get breakfast. They could have breakfast, lunch, and a snack before they left. So many times I would capital fund all these things, you know, and <laughs> I just had money. I just, I'm going to set this aside because I'm going to need to get this. I'm going to need to get this. Teachers spend a lot of money, actually, out they of pocket. Do. They do. They do out of pocket. don't know. And they're not reimbursed for it in their salary at all. No. So you get your rewards in heaven. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. They don't get enough credit. Teachers do not get enough credit. No, it's a thankless job. It really is. You know, and for all the good things you do people will get hung up on the one thing that doesn't go right, you know? Oh, yeah. That's like anything, though. Oh, well, you're right about that. People will focus on the negative well before they're positive, which is unfortunate. Right. Because there's a lot of good out there, right? So much good. You have to hunt the good. You got to seek it. You got to seek it. Although Cat Stevens sang out about that song, what, there's a lot of bad out there and beware, something like that. <laughs> yeah. There's some good stuff out there. But, you know, it's a humbling job. It's a thankless job. It's an important job. And I would argue probably my age group were a dying breed of just teachers that had a really strong work ethic that got after it. I know there are good teachers out there, make no mistake, but I think there are probably more that maybe aren't, unfortunately. I think it's a grab bag. It's a grab bag. I don't, grab I don't bag. think most people know this about me, but I, I homeschooled for a year and a half. When we first got to Alabama, we were in a pretty, it wasn't poor. It was just a not great school system. Okay. And, and there were many times when I was like, good grief, I could do this better. Yeah. And it got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull them out and I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. I mean, that was a year and a half. I mean, once the separation started and the kids had to go back to public school, that's mm -hmm. what they did. But for a year and a half, man, we had so much fun. You have the good fortune. You're equipped no. with the skills to do it, right? A lot, a lot of people, let me just say this, Crystal, when, when people do this, sometimes it's an experiment. And well, yeah. And it, it can be a failed one and the kids <laughs> suffer. But even really smart people sometimes aren't equipped to do that because... I don't think I even was, though. The number one thing I think that, that will tank a household classroom, a work environment is not having good management skills. You know, in a classroom, unless you have good classroom management skills, nobody learns anything. Oh, yeah. Because you can't learn if you can't manage the class, right? I think in this day and age, it, it's getting harder and harder to manage them. 
Yeah, well, because the teachers get their hands tied behind their back with exactly. what they can do. Right. If the power goes to the student, usually. It's yeah. the teacher that's getting reprimanded. It's the yeah. teacher that's getting chastised by upper management. Like, oh, yeah. you know, I don't think that they have... The, the support isn't there. You right. know, when I first started teaching, I'll tell you a little story. We could paddle. Now, people are hearing this. Oh, my God. You still that's, can. That's medieval. In our school system, yeah, you yeah, can. In some schools, you still can. And people are shocked at that. But let me just say this. It was highly effective. I mean, and you only did it. It wasn't a consequence. That's a punishment. That's, oh, yeah, not, that's, that's not a consequence. A yeah, it's a punishment. They're very, two very different things. You know, a consequence is a timeout. You know, punishment, you're getting paddled. There was a list of things you could do. But I had a deal where I had this one little boy, and he was frigging. I guarantee you that it was a 666 on this kid's head. He was rotten <laughs> to the core. His behavior was, I'll say, let me bad, correct, let yeah, me, let no me correct that. Kids, let me correct, yeah, let me correct that statement. So, yeah, he had some badass behavior. He was the product of an environment. Oh, boy, he was. But so... His mom didn't want him to get paddled, right? He, of course, did some things that would warrant. So we went up to the office and called her. And I said, well, you have two options here. Because now, of course, he had been telling me, you're not going to paddle me, blah, 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 blah. He'd been lighting me up about what I was and wasn't going to do. And so I said, well, let's just let me go talk to your mother for a minute. He's right there and the principal's there. I'm there. And I said, well, we got two options. I can paddle him or I can send him home with you for a week. But she said paddle him. Yeah, there was silence just for a moment, and then a big smile lit across my face. Yeah. Yeah, and there were three paddles. Now, you know, I like golf, so I have a pretty good swing. And so <laughs> there was like the solid one, the Swiss cheese one, and oh, then this one that just looked, gosh. you know, crazy. But the Swiss cheese one, you could get light off a really Dates good round. Confused style. Oh, oh man. man, three good licks. But let me tell you what, <laughs> we had a different relationship after that. That child's behavior turned around. You know, so some people would argue whatever. I would argue vehemently. That sometimes, you know, when kids realize there's a corrective measure and it's not going to be negated by some bullshit and erased, yeah, yeah. then they all of a sudden the behavior they changes. Need that too. Yeah. Well, you know, parents are guilty of this, by the way. Parents will punish and then pity, which negates the whole corrective measure. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, it's like whatever the punishment is, and then they come hug you like it never happened. It's, it's like, like, what uh, the hell? No. No, that's not the right response. It's kind of like whenever, um, and I'm sure this applies to you too, but I only had this happen to me once going out and choosing your switch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, the smaller the switch, the lesser that punishment will be, right? Because oh, it's boy. small. Mm, no, no. <laughs> Anybody that knows anything about physics, yeah, that thing moves really fast through the air. Oh, it, you could lose an eye. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I also come from a place where, you know, not to put anything on anybody from my childhood, but I was also usually kind of spanked with whatever was in hand's reach. So, Oh, yeah, yeah. And I... Probably solidly deserved it. <laughs> yeah, I richly deserved whatever I got. I'm pretty sure about that. <laughs> you know, there's a few things I've told my therapist since then. And she was like, Crystal, you didn't deserve that. And I was like, nope, I probably did. Probably did. I love it. We own it. We own whatever we do. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's the difference, I think. Yeah. There's some accountability where it's like bad behavior is bad behavior. Mm-hmm. And you need to be held accountable for it. Yeah. I mean, you make your choices and then let the chips fall. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people just don't want to, you know, they do the crime, but they can't do the time. You know? <laughs> it's like, like oh, I didn't do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Behaviors. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. Hey, let's, let's glide back just for a minute to this crazy number 13. All right. So 13 seems to be associated highly with some bad luck kind of things. Unless you're Taylor Swift. Yeah, unless you're Taylor oh, Swift. Man. That's a fact. All right. So but what do you think of when you think of bad luck? Give me some things that you think are bad luck. What's bad luck? I guess is that the same thing as karma or is that just bad luck? 
I don't know, you know, like walking under a ladder. I don't know. What's breaking me, a mirror? Oh you yeah, know. that's oh seven years of bad. There you luck. go. Yeah, uh, superstition. Walking under a ladder definitely came to mind, but it's mm-hmm. when I think bad luck, I think of karma. Kind of like in the Olympics, there's been some karma. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, threw, <laughs> yeah. I threw away purple hairs. Yeah, the Hubbard, Hubbard got some serious. I threw away yeah. her granola bar in the trash. I said, "I'm not eating your food." <laughs> yeah, there, there's some <laughs> karma that happened all over that. Uh, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hate to say it. I hate to say that I was just a little bit happy. Oh, I don't hate to say that I was happy. I was like, F you. If you don't love this country, you are (laughs) representing it. Kiss my American arse. You deserve to lose. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not sorry. Oh, yeah. There's no apologies here. I mean, I wish that the president, like, I said the president. He's my president. I wish (laughs) that he had used her name instead of saying the purple-haired one, which, you know, but... I think there's some poetic justice to be had sometimes. Oh, there's some super poetic justice. But it's a team justice. sport, and so I hate it for the team. Yeah, I hate not it for every, those other three. Was but the yeah. three, right? Yep. Yeah. hate it for the three. So did you see Nellie Corda with the golf? Did you see she won? You know I do not watch oh, golf. Oh, she doesn't watch it. All right, so Nellie <laughs> won, and she's got beautiful blonde hair, and I wish she could have kept her damn hands out of it, though, but hey, can't knock her. She's a great golfer, I think. I don't know if she took it by three strokes, something I can't recall, but... um, What was she doing with her hair? She just was monkeying with it. Like, she, you're getting this gold medal, right? And she oh, couldn't keep her oh. damn hands out of her hair. Somebody go back and watch that. Fact check me, make sure I'm right. It's like, what is she doing? Should we fix it to get the shampoo out? I don't know if we were about to have an ad. <laughs> I didn't watch the Olympics until Dad came into town. He brought Rye home, yeah. and we sat and watched track and field, and it was like, oh, God, these people are phenomenal. Yeah. Training so it, and training it's and training. Stunning. It's stunning. Oof. Well, I watched the golf. That was the only thing yeah. I kind of got on to. But, well, yeah, I'm a fan of Nellie Corda, so that, that was great. But unlucky things, lucky things, you know, I think it's, of course, 666, I think about being an unlucky thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there's some unlucky things. That's just things. a bad thing. I have been with some people that had the 666. I think I told you that. I think it's, we it's, all it's, have. it's true. If you it's haven't true. been with someone who has a 666, you haven't lived. You have to be with somebody bad at some point in your life. You have to. Yeah, I've, I've been with a few lucky things. You can't appreciate the good if you haven't had the bad. Yeah, I think that's true in, in many ways. I do. It was one of my favorite quotes from Vanilla Sky. Oh, from Vanilla Sky. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Lee in Vanilla Sky. That's one of the only Tom Cruise oh, movies I liked. remember that movie. That's yeah. so funny. It was, he's like, man, you can't appreciate the good without the bad. Well, and that's with a lot of life, I think, too. I do. Gratitude is kind of one of those unspoken languages, or it's certainly not spoken enough. Right. Part of it is like sometimes you're grateful for the good things, but it's the bad things a lot of times that get you to the good stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, usually that kind yeah. of paddles you over into. Yeah. Well, get you the wisdom. Speaking of bad and good, you know, I I work in a field where you're dealing with customer service. Your eldest, well, it's healthcare customer service, so there's right. good, good and bad. Oh yeah. And so I have a few coworkers who are mine where you give back the attitude that you get. Spectacularly kind and nice. I can't. I can't prescribe to that type of. Yeah. If you're going to give me a shitty attitude, I'm going to give one back. Because... It's wrong. What does that do? It's wrong. I am really a fan of redirecting. It doesn't necessarily mean that I have to fold and like, whatever, okay. The high road. Yeah. And and when you redirect that bad energy into something good, nine times out of 10, sometimes you just get a fuck stick. 
Like you just do. Fuck's sake. Like <laughs> hey, hey, maybe we need to play a little game before we close this thing out. <laughs> hey, doesn't your million watt smile diffuse a lot, though? I hate to keep going back to you. Not when we, I'm wearing we need a fucking ad. mask. Oh, shit. All right, let's talk masks for a minute. Speaking of school Spe- and going speaking back to of school, school. This pisses me off that these little buggers are going to have to wear masks. Yeah, we're back to the mask. And, and, and listen, yeah. I did a little vlog earlier. I don't know if you saw it. I did not. Okay, well, I did a little vlog earlier about masks because I have an opinion on it. Certainly, my opinion is no. And they've got this Delta variant. They've trotted out, right? Right. Hey, guess what? Can't even test for it, or at least not in Columbus, Georgia. There is it's very, Yeah, it's difficult. Oh, there are, but it's high-tech, high-dollar in very few places. So they're telling everybody you have the Delta variant without testing. But, you know, what I say is we're going to be wearing these effing masks for another 10 years, and there'll be a fucking Zulu variant. Yeah. People don't we're wake gonna up. We're going to go through the whole alphabet. We're going to get the whole damn some. alphabet. I mean, you're going to get you the ampersand fucking in on wake this. up before it hits Zulu. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Say, that's all I'm saying. I think there was a <laughs> meme where it was like, it was Delta Airlines, and they were like, whoever came up with this variant, you know, like, F you, and then Corona beer below it was like, I feel you. Oh, hell yeah. I know. <laughs> I hey, like, but yeah. Corona's gotten some traction off that hey, now. Corona's a, <laughs> they were smart. You know what, though? If I am going to drink a beer, Corona light with lime is what I drink. Hell yeah. I'm not a beer fan, but hey, I'll just drink to anything. Let's drink to something. Cheers, darling. Yes, yes, yes. We haven't done that yet. Boom. We've got these great Yetis that have our logo on them, which Mm -hmm. they're fancy. We'll have to put them on something, but they don't make that great clink sound that I like. Fadi, could you make that cool clink sound? We'll make it. All right, cheers. We'll do it. Cheers, Fadi. This one's to you. <laughs> this I'm drinking one's to you. To, I'm drinking to you. Uh, Fadi is the best producer, sound engineer, cool guy. Wait, I, I shouldn't. All right, I got to stop blowing you up. Wait a minute, I'll drink to you. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the mask thing. And I saw something even better. I wish sometimes that I came up with these ideas because I was like, man, there's some educated people in the world. It's, It was saying basically the same people who are saying you have to have your COVID vaccine card to go out to eat. You have to have this card to do whatever. You have to, have to, have to, have to. Are the same people who are not behind, oh, you have to have a valid ID to vote. Yeah, yeah. That's a head scratcher. Yeah, you can't justify or rationalize that anyway. There, There is no way. But the sad thing is people are sitting back and they're falling for it. It's like people have to wake up. Yeah, People have to wake up. I mean, we're not going to change any minds based no. on... Hey, but let, let me tell you a funny mask story. Oh, please. Are you ready for this one? I could tell you so many that I see during the day. This one's funny, but somebody out there guaranteed ain't going to like it. So, hey, right now, if you're jogging, on, if you're whatever, and you just want to take a little break, now would be a good time to just hit the old mute button and take <laughs> go, the... Go to the water fountain. Take the oh, head- wait, you can't go to the water fountain yeah. anymore because those are shut off now. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> take the headset off on this part. All right, so my daughter and I had to run to this little auto place to get something. We got there. I was driving and... You know, I don't ever have a mask on me. And so she said, do you have a mask I can borrow? I said, well, yeah, I actually do have one in my purse. Or I said, not my purse, it was in my car. She said, oh. And I said, yeah, it's my Trump 2024 <laughs> mask. <laughs> it says, I'll be back. And she's like, no. And no, then, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. She's like, I could wear it inside out or whatever. I'm like, nah, you're not touching my mask. Yeah, I had but, one. Uh, yeah. I had, a, I had a patient come in and request their records and everything. And they, they walked over and they had their mask in their hand. And she said, oh, she had on one of those blooming face shields, which this is an aerosol virus, people. <laughs> the face shield's not doing anything. Yeah, not, what is the point? I don't know. But here's the thing. Like, if they're requiring their employees to wear this, you know, if I'm having to do this for a patient, yeah, then we should insist that they wear it correctly. Yeah. 
but nobody does. It's how many like, do you watch who wear it below their nose? So many people. I had it was pulled up at a light, stopped, car pulls up beside me, I glance over, both the people in there have masks on below their nose. And I'm like, first off, you're in your car, which you already know. I don't even have to tell anybody what I think about that. I'm sure everybody knows what I think about we that. We all know. Yeah. So, yeah. But now ratchet that up another one. You're just going to have it on there below your nose. I mean, that's I even mean, worse. I don't even know. I don't even know. Because the N95 is how they keep telling us that's the end all be all, right? The N95. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So this one guy had it. I mean, he had it. So he had it on over his you know, nose and mouth as prescribed when he came in. Okay. And then by the time that the encounter was over, it was just over his mouth. And then his nose was out. And I was just like, just, <laughs> I said, sir, just take it off. Just take it off. Because I had mine dangling by my ear and I was like, I've been vaccinated, but evidently yeah. that doesn't matter anymore. So why did I get yeah. vaccinated? Yeah. Oh, Lord. I mean, look at <laughs> the, the narrative has all been driven by politics. Nothing else. Uh, this concept, you know, people really, if they don't wake up, I mean, you're listening to stuff that just it's not built on anything other than politics. Well, and here's the thing, though, like within the past week, the amount of patients that I've come in contact with that have been positive, right. it has gone up exponentially. Okay. Now, whether or not that's reporting based on the science of how the test works, based on the, whatever that is, the way that the place that I work, the way that we have to give these patients their results, they have to actually come in, whether they're negative or positive. To pick up the result. To get their result. Now, are the people that are coming back with these positive results, are they even sick? I don't know. Okay. They don't feel good. They're coming in. and ha But like when I got COVID tested, I had my results emailed to me. Right. But these patients, the way our facility does it, they actually have to physically come in. And I'm like, and I'm not getting hazard pay. Yeah. That's kind of ridiculous to walk. Crazy. Especially in a universe where you can quickly send an email or whatever. <laughs> yeah. This, I tell you, it just, it bothers me on so many different levels. Oh, yeah. You know, what, what I'm seeing and, you know. God forbid there's another shutdown. I, I really pray that people won't allow that to happen. It's coming. I feel like it's coming, too. I spent all this money on back to school, and now they're going to shut it down I again. I know. Now you're going to have to go figure out a damn toilet paper plan or something again. Son of a bitch. <laughs> telling you what. I'm telling you what. But. Yeah. So, back to school. I'm getting a bidet. You're what? I'm going to get a bidet. I'm going to have one of those, so I don't have to have, worry about toilet paper Be anymore. Be very fancy. Yeah, see? I get that hooked to my The Japanese and the French are way ahead of us. That's right. Forget toilet paper. Who needs it? It's I'll overrated. You, the first time I went to the Philippines and went to a like international bathroom stall, I was yeah. in Japan, and I saw a hole in the ground and two feet marks. Yep. And had no idea what to do. That was Korea too. Was it? Yep. They, yes, ma'am. I'm like, Whoa, what do I do? But those people, I'm going to tell you what, they're fit from all that damn squatting. Kimchi squat is what we call That's, it. That is what it's called. <laughs> but I was like, I got good at it by the end of my stay. After a month, I got good at it. But initially, I was like, a couple times I wobbled and hit my arse. <laughs> Your glutes but, were never so firm. Yeah, they firmed up after that oh, trip man. for sure. So, yeah, we are definitely in solidly different places as far as like where your kids are, where my kids are. But the bottom line is we're all still in a world of hurt with all the, the misinformation and the hoopla. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, like, on social media, and let's just go with Instagram, because I, I don't do Facebook, but if you type anything that has the word COVID, which I've stopped doing, I've learned how to get around this for the most part, man, you get all this stuff that pops up every which way, mostly if, if it's typed, sometimes if it's said, you know, if they pick it up, but I've tried to work around that, but it's stunning to me, the level of misinformation. If you think, oh, yeah. it's it, out there. you don't really have to go far in time, just think back to the beginning. If you think back to the beginning, the extreme things that people did, 
I'm talking extreme. Oh, People yeah. were, when they got groceries, they were spraying them down with Lysol. They Wiping were afraid to touch yeah. everything. You know, I heard a jogger say, oh, I could get it from somebody five miles away. It's like, no, that's pretty much not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> but that's the crazy, what people do when they don't know, unfortunately, is they invent. And so you get a lot of inventions, you know, and you get a lot of hearsay and a lot of stuff that, you know, unfortunately can get traction, you know, and honestly, think about when we had all these people doing the crazy ass stuff with the toilet paper, all it took was a few people saying, you can't get toilet paper at Publix or you can't get toilet paper at, at Sam's or Walmart run, run you know, yeah. and, and, and who the hell knows why people got so rampant on some of these couple things, but people, people get extreme. It's the same people. If there's bad weather coming in that go buy all the water from the store, it's the same exact people that do that. <laughs> Let's it's that get mentality. all the water and the milk and the bread. Yeah, I mean, like you're not in a fucking third world country. The power goes out, your milk's yeah, gonna go you, bad. Yeah, you're gonna, you'll be, you'll, you will be okay, guaranteed. Guaranteed, you have enough in your house probably at any given time. Oh, e- gosh, even if you yeah. don't have a lot, you have enough. Yeah. You have enough. We live in a land of abundance. You know, <laughs> we do. Yeah, we're, we we're not in, third world. Well, we live in a land of abundance, but we also live in a land of waste. Oh, like we're we're wasteful oh as a culture. We're probably, I think, one of the most wasteful ever. Right. It's obscene. This to is me. where the easy come, easy go comes into effect. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and I, I have been guilty of it at times, absolutely. You know, I think about different things. I came from a very poor family, and so I have a level of appreciation for everything I have. Everything. But even with that said, I mean, I certainly watch things I do and I'm I'm more cognizant, but you know, you still, you get comfortable, you have, you know, a certain way of life and you start maybe getting in that category where you waste some you stuff. You waste a little bit. I know. Yeah. And one of the best things that I've ever learned on TikTok was <laughs> there's other people like me that are a product of save that jar. You might need that jar. Yeah. Save yeah. that Cool Whip container. You yeah. might need it. <laughs> well, there's, it, I think it's funny when you, and some people, you know, if you're born, you know, with the silver spoon, you know, whatever, you don't know. The ones I actually that I hate the most are the ones that they're fucking born on third base and they act like they've hit a triple. I, I hate those fuckers. <laughs> they can kiss my ass. They're the worst ones to deal with. I've had but, to overcome so much. Yeah, they're like, they've never known adversity a day in their life. But life can be humbling. I've had everything and I've had nothing. I've had both sides of the equation. I don't know, a doctor once said to me, you know, Dawn, it's better to suffer when you're comfortable. And I said, damn straight. You know, I yeah, said, oh, I like that yeah. myself. Yep, yep, yep. I like that philosophy, but uh, 13. Yeah, 13. so whether it's lucky or unlucky, my schedule's about to ramp up. Yeah, indeed. Football, school, work. Yeah, you have something we haven't talked about. You have a new driver in the house. I do, which is why I'm probably a little all over the map this evening, because I was able to drink before. <laughs> She's got a DD now. See, I've had, I've had DDs already. My youngest is 21, about to be 22. Oh, yeah. He's so, doing yeah. such a good job. He, yeah, he really awesome. is. He really is. And He's a cool kid. Yeah, they're both really great, and it's just yep, kind of kids. fun to watch them come into their own. But yeah, got me a new driver. Hell yeah. Well, I wish them both luck on their first day of school next me, week. Me dos. Me dos. Heck yeah. <laughs> well, I think we need to wrap this up and say, hey, let's give them a reason to be the DD. Hey, How about that? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> cheers, Alan. <laughs> yes, cheers. <laughs> All right. Hey, here's, here's to having 13 in the tank. And hey, we'll catch up with you on 14. That's right. We All will right. talk to y'all later. All right. Bye-bye. We don't have any sponsorship. We don't have any sponsorship. Well, it's time for a refill. Join
next episode of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where we vow to keep it real and real interesting.